0: This is Pocket Watching with JT, the call-in financial talk
1: show focused on helping you get your money right. Jason Thornton is a certified financial planner, licensed in both tax and investments. Now, this is not personal financial advice. This is JT's real reaction to all your money and business questions. Are you deep in debt, living
0: paycheck to paycheck, and looking for a way out? Call Pocket Watching with JT, the financial advisor for the people. Need more? Book your
2: personal consultation with my man JT at pocketwatcher.net. Now, let's go pocket watching.
0: Hey, Pocket Watchers. Welcome to Pocket Watching with JT. It is Money Monday, so big shout out to all of my subscribers. The Pocket Watchers with this close to 60,000, so make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, share this content. Uh, Real quick, got a big announcement about Pocket Watching with JT and where the show is going this Friday. So, of course, we're going to be doing our Wednesday night live stream with Orlando as normal. And then this Friday, you will see a big announcement of what's going on with Pocket Watching with JT. So make sure you stay tuned. Mark your calendar for this Friday night, 8 p.m., central time you will see something new all right that's all i'm gonna say so far you will absolutely see something new from pocket watching with jt all right so now that that is said here we go it is money mondays for those of you who are unaware this is the show that i really try to focus on taking on your phone calls About your personal financial problems uh any questions that you have about money money management stuff like that i am your certified financial planner here late night on this show you can give me a call and i do the best i can to give you a financial tip to help you it could be a personal finance question or it can be a business question but Before we get into that, and y'all can start calling. You can give me a call, 515-602-9778, 515-602-9778. But before we get into that, we got to have a conversation about this new Bank of America, no down payment, no closing costs, no credit score, mortgage. As you saw on the screen, you do not deserve a mortgage with no down payment. No, that may hurt some of your feelings, but give me an opportunity to explain to you what I mean when I say you do not deserve a mortgage with no down payment. Let me explain. I understand that home ownership is a foreign concept to a a number of people. To a number of people, uh, it's somewhat of a foreign concept. A lot of people have been renting all their lives. And this sounds like a great plan. No money down, no closing costs, no credit score. Sounds really, 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 really good. But let me give you guys A little inside of, you know, how this stuff naturally works. Shouts out to Dre. Thanks, Dre. Let me give you a quick insider look at this thing. No money down mortgages. For those of you who are somewhat young, maybe you forgot about a little recession that we went through back in 2008. Now, obviously, there's a lot of things that contributed to the recession back in 2008. But let me just explain to you. If you do not have the money for a down payment, you should not have a mortgage. That's number one. If the things that's stopping you from getting a mortgage is your credit score, then guess what? You should not have a mortgage. If closing cost is the thing that is stopping you from buying a home, then you should not have a more. All of these things have absolutely nothing to do with your race. I'm going to say it again. Having the ability to save up money for a down payment is not a race-based thing. That is a spending habit thing if you cannot save up enough money to put down in my opinion 20% down on a home you shouldn't buy that home i don't care if there is a loan product that allows you to uh put down only 3.5% honestly in my mind if you don't have 20% to put down on a home you should not buy that home right that that is just my thinking that's that's how it goes now If you do not have a good credit score, and shout shout out to CJ said, JT, Bank of America office seems a lot like a workaround, right, to the subprime lending regulations post 2000. Yeah, man, we gonna get into it, CJ. We we gonna get into it, because it seems real familiar. But if you don't have the money, or if you don't have a credit score, like if the thing that is stopping you from getting a mortgage, is that you have a bad credit score, then guess what, buddy? Guess what? You shouldn't have a mortgage until you take care of the things that you have to take care of with your credit score. That means you probably got a lot of bad debt on that credit score. You done ran off with the bag, right? Meaning someone, for whatever reason, gave you money, gave you a loan. You decided, for whatever reason, you were not going to pay that loan back. So what happened? You got a bad credit score. Whose fault is that? The man in the mirror or the woman in the mirror, whichever it is. Whatever you identify yourself as, whoever that person, whatever the reflection in the mirror is, that's the person, him, them, they, that is responsible for having a bad credit score. If you have a bad credit score that is keeping you from becoming a homeowner, good. You are not responsible enough to own a home at this time. You need to work on that. And then the closing costs. These are all the normal things that anyone else, any other community has to deal with when you are attempting to purchase a home. Why should you have special treatment in this situation, I don't I don't quite get it. Now, what they're saying is they're saying if they're not going to use your credit score, they're going to use other things. They're going to use your rent payments. They're just going to take a look and see, you know, have you been paying your rent on time? Have you been paying your utility bills on time? And that's going to give them a good idea if you're going to be able to pay your mortgage on time. I don't agree with that. Now you can call me up. I know we got people in, you know, on the lines. Give me a second. Call them from 301-917-216. Give me a second. I'm going to bring you up, but let me get my whole idea out. I do not per- personally believe your rental payment history or your utility bill history is a good gauge on should you get a mortgage or not. Let me explain why. Your rent payment history is not a good measurement of how you do with paying people back money. So your rent, normally, right? Normally, your rent is something that you're paying on the fly. It's not a loan, right? No one loans you rent money in a general sense. I'm sure someone can point out an example where they got loans from rent money. But in a general sense, your landlord does not loan you rent money and then you pay them back, it's a different situation. It's a pay-as-you-go situation. You should be judged based on your ability or your history of paying people money back that they lent you on something. Because believe it or not, people, in a general sense, people treat other people's money different from how they treat their own money. I've been doing this thing for a while now. I've been a financial advisor for years. And I can absolutely tell you that a person will treat loaned money different from the money that's in their own pocket. So I'm not impressed if you have a stellar history of rental payments, but you have horrible credit. That doesn't impress me. I'm probably going to judge you based on your credit rather than your rental payments because it's a different situation. It's a different thing. So what are we going to do? Are we going to allow ourselves to be tricked and bamboozled again into going into these loans where most likely you don't qualify? getting into homes that are probably overpriced and you're borrowing this money at an all-time high. Have you even took a second to ask yourself, why is Bank of America, and I'm sure other banks are, are peeking around the corner seeing if they can do it too, why would they be offering you this blessing all of a sudden? When we're in an environment where the interest rates are at an all-time high. And all factors, all indicators are showing that the interest rates are going to go even higher. Why would you ever want to be in a situation where you're getting probably the biggest investment of your life? Most people buying their home is the biggest investment of their life. You want to buy this very expensive thing with no money down, no closing costs, no credit score, none of that, and you're gonna be paying the most amount of interest in decades, in decades. See, most of my trolls, they are the conspiracy theorists. I'm not the conspiracy theorist. The only question I ask is, just yesterday, the banks were the bad guys. Banks were the bad guys. But now, since they're offering Negroes no money down loans, the banks are the good guys. And here's another thing. Hello? Surprise? This isn't just for Black folks. Anybody can apply for these loans. So if you were thinking that you were feeling special, that this was some kind of end around for reparations, well, surprise, they got you again. Because this type of loan is not only for Black folks. Anybody can apply for these loans based on where they're doing the loan. So they're doing these loans in cities around America. Now, these cities are supposedly, you know, uh, uh, mostly minority cities. You know how that goes. Mostly minority cities. But anybody can apply for these loans within the location. So it's not exactly what people are trying to make it sound like. I'm sure there's a bunch of real estate agents that are doing backflips and acting as if this is the greatest thing in the world. But remember how they get paid. They get paid when you buy or sell a house. So uh, it's a little tough for me to take uh, advice from someone who has a conflict of interest to the individual client. So that, that that's my piece. That's what I'm thinking. That's my rant. I'm about to go to the phone line. So give me a second. But listen, it doesn't make sense. You got to have skin in the game. If you have an inability to save up money for a down payment, you shouldn't buy a home. I don't care what color you are. If you have a very, very bad credit score, you shouldn't buy a home. You're not ready. Period. All the other stuff that you can throw at the wall to try to make it seem as if you deserve a loan like this. I'm telling you, you are wrong. Now, you can go ahead and do it all you want. I'm going to be here five months from now, five years from now, and we'll see the end of the story. But I'm telling you how it's going to end. It's going to end with a lot of foreclosures. It's going to end with a lot of evictions. It's going to end with a lot of people losing the thing that they thought they had because you were not financially ready. You were looking for help, but that help ultimately. Hurt you. All right. So that, that's my rant for the day. Let's go through these callers. I got caller from 301, caller from 917, then call her from 216. Now listen, make sure if you're on the phone right now, talk to me directly through the phone. Whatever device you're listening to me on, turn that down because I know you can hear me directly through the phone. So here we go. Caller from 301 area code. You are live on the air with pocket watching with JT. What's going on?
3: Good evening, JT, and thank you for all you do. I'm most <laughs> grateful and the world definitely needs more of you. Oh, that's too that's I too that's too good say, of a compliment. Um, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and I, I truly believe that. You know, um we walking into a burning building. Mm. And anytime it's something just for us, like you said, it it's a big trap. And I just beg my brothers and sisters out there, any color, race, nationality, I don't care, do not walk into that. You know, nothing from nothing leaves nothing. (laughs) Nobody out here to give us nothing. Right. And, um, you know, I find it very funny. You don't need a credit score or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So what you're basically telling me now is, you know, you can get a house quicker than you can, you know, get an apartment to rent. Right. And we all know that's not right. And where's the interest rate, JT? Where is that? Nobody saying anything. What, what kind of interest rate?
0: It's the highest it's been in decades. We're talking about upwards of six percent, and it's going even higher.
3: Yeah, we we we, we you know we've come yeah. too far. I remember the big fallout right after I bought my house back in two thousand three. I think it was two thousand three, two thousand four. You know, no paper loans and all that stuff. We we've really come too far, and mm. I just hope. There will be casualties. I just hope it's not so many of us. But um, thank you so much. And I appreciate everything you do.
0: Oh, listen, thank you so much for calling. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's pocket watchers like you who make the show big, make sure you guys tune in this Friday. Big announcement for pocket watching with JT this Friday. Thank you for calling. All right. You're welcome. All right, all right. Now we're going to caller from 917. Caller from 917. Just give me one second real quick. I want to read this super chat from Khalil. Khalil says, shouts out, JT. How about people who are excluded from a specific loan product because of things they co-signed for and it wasn't their fault? It wasn't their fault. All right, Khalil, listen, bro. It Here's some tough medicine on, on, on this particular question. Why did they co-sign? Listen, the pocket watcher co-signs for nothing. Nothing. Because I only want to be responsible for my own actions. So if you co-sign for someone, you know you are going to be held financially responsible for the actions of another person. My question is, well, why didn't they bet that other person better? Usually, it's like a family member. Usually, it's someone who you know is irresponsible. The simple fact that someone needs a co-signer, you already know they got financial issues. Just think about that for a second, Khalil. The fact that someone needs a co-signer is the red flag of saying, whoa, Why am I co-signing for this person? They need a co-signer. That's that's right. That within itself should have warned the person, there's a good chance this person might run off with the bag. That's why whoever was trying to do the loan and said, hey, you need a co-signer because you have a bad history of paying people back. And because you have a bad history of paying people back, I'm not going to lend you this money unless I can attach another person to this debt who has a good history of paying people back. So if someone ran off on on you and left you with bad debt because you co-signed, listen, man, it's your fault. That is your fault. You should have never co-signed because the simple fact that a person needs a co-signer already tells you something's wrong with this situation. So no, I'm not letting them off the hook. Not at all. They got to eat that. And shouts out to Gail at Night. Gail at Night is actually the person who made this episode possible because she sent me this information. She asked me to look into this and that's what happens. Y'all guys, y'all send me stuff. Y'all ask me to react to stuff and an episode is made. So shouts out to Gail at Night. Great YouTuber. Go check out her content. All right, here we go. Caller from... 917, then 216 to 904. Caller from 917, you are live on the air with Pocket Watching with JT. What's going on?
4: Hi JT. Um, so generally i don't agree with a lot of things that you say but Mm -hmm. tonight um i absolutely agree (laughs) that people need to know if they're going to be in over their head Mm -hmm. but i just wanted to ask you a question because i think you mentioned that if we had any general questions that we could ask that tonight
5: Mm -hmm.
0: go right ahead
4: okay so so i reached out to you several times because i was interested and maybe um, utilizing your services, but you never got back to me. I called, I left a voice message. I didn't get a return call. I also reached out on your um, your depositwatcher.net and I never got a return.
0: I Listen, all I can say is I apologize. We got a lot, a lot, a lot of uh, people contacting us. But if you are calling specifically, right? If you're calling specifically for uh, something to deal with, uh the firm or some sort of consultation or something i would always tell people go to the firm's website and book a appointment book an appointment that will guarantee uh, you it but go ahead i'm here right now ask me a question
1: so
4: okay no no so because so that means that i have to pay for the consultation up front before if i know that this is something i want like there you don't have like any kind of consultation because like say i wanted financial advice and i just if i book something and i don't have the right information gathered together like i just didn't understand how it works you don't have it seems like i would have to pay like 350 dollars for the service and Mm -hmm. i may not be prepared
0: oh okay so so let me let me explain how that one works so if you are booking a consultation for like financial planning or something like that you would then receive a general email explaining hey this is the type of information that we're going to be covering during this consultation uh if you have any type of documents that you want to share with me so that we can review during the consultation you would be able to bring that either in office or you'd be able to share those documents online through the online link that we would have but yeah so but within the website you can see exactly what consultations would be covering what topics and then you could just bring with like if you want a tax planning consultation and it talks about the stuff that we would be reviewing well you probably want to be able to Mm -hmm. have access to prior tax returns or any irs notices and stuff like that that you would have with you Mm -hmm. during the consultation appointment yeah okay so last
4: question sure um so i live in new york state and i don't know if you
0: Service that in terms of financial
4: planning and tax plan, um tax um, services. Yeah. So or, um, tax preparation.
0: Yeah. So as far as tax is concerned, my license is nationwide. I have clients in every state as far as that's concerned. And mm-hmm. as far as like financial planning and certain, where we talk about like financial coaching and what we need to do to get you back on track financially, yeah, that's all 50 states. Not if it was as far as investment advice. We would have to go another route when it comes to investment advice i can deal with investment advice with a client in new york but there's other steps that would have to take place but you would never get investment advice from me in an initial consultation because investment advice requires more information from the client as far as the risk tolerance time horizons and things of that nature does that does that help hopefully that helps yeah so basically um,
4: i'm i'm Um, Planning on selling a property, so I, you know, need help with like um, the tax burden and capital gains and all that kind of stuff. Okay,
0: yeah, so that would be a tax a tax planning appointment that you can book either online or you can call the office, and then you would get emailed like a general idea of the documents that you would want to share with me to help me give you some sort of uh, tips. Okay.
4: All right. Great. Thank you
0: so much. All right. You are more than welcome. Thanks for calling.
4: All right. All right.
0: Okay. Bye. Bye. All right. Here we go. Caller from 216. You are up. Caller from 216. You are live on the air with Pocket Watching with JT. What's going on?
6: Hi, JT. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for calling. Hi. This is Marie from Cleveland. Um, so I was calling because um I heard about this program as well, but it kind of reminded me, and, and I don't know all the details of it, so I'm not I'm totally sure if it's going to be exactly like the program that I'm thinking of, mm-hmm. but there is a program out called uh, the NACA program, and I forget what the acronym stands for, uh-huh. but it is a um, program that was set up years ago um, to help uh, mostly low-income, middle-income individuals, Get into homes without a down payment,
5: mm-hmm. closing costs.
6: I mean, it basically sounds like what it is. Bank of America has been doing, but they've been doing it through, you know, a, a nonprofit has been running that particular program, mm-hmm. and then they hook up with the banks and um, get people in the homes. and The and it, it's been running for like a, a, a almost 20 years at this point. And um, last I checked, they have a very very low um foreclosure rates um or like late payments and, and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But part of the reason is because the program, um, even though it's no money down, no credit score and all of that. It is actually an incredibly strict program. Okay. It takes the average person who goes through the NACA program um, almost two years to actually mm. get approved. Because even though they're not checking your credit, they're looking at your bank records. They're making sure um, they're, even though they're not checking your credit score, they are looking at your credit report. Right. And they're looking to see if you, if you owe anybody any collections, this, that, and the third, that you pay those things off. Um, that you um, are up to date on your utilities, rent, and all of that. So it's like it reminds me of like like an old fashioned manual underwriting, right? Kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where I'm... they really really are looking at the person. But I mean, like I said, for a lot of people who go through the program, mm-hmm. um, you know, they they tend to do really well. But there's a lot of hand holding there of making sure that. For two years, that you understand, this is what it's going to be like to be a homeowner. This is how you're going to have to be, you know, responsible with your finances. um, This, Mm -hmm. that, and the third. So, if the Bank of America program is, you know, similar to that NACA program, I don't think it would be a terrible idea. But if it's, but if it's just a way to fast track people into these high interest loans and overpriced homes then then obviously that's going to be um a problem and and i'm and i would be concerned that um you know uh the government wouldn't step in to say yeah this doesn't kind of make sense Mm -hmm. um that being said i also think just um from uh from a a capitalist uh, standpoint i think um with a lot of the things that are going on in the country. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of these banks are coming to realize that people tend to be more conservative when they become homeowners. Um, They care more about um, the the quality of the school. They care more (laughs) about the safety, this, that, and the third in their their neighborhoods. And it it just, so I I think with, with, um, the culture, the way it is now, and there there tends to, and, and people seem to be leaning kind of, you know, center left. I think this may just be a psychological ploy by the um by the banks to figure out a way to how to um get uh you know citizens to kind of revert back to being a little more conservative. Just because homeowners just tend to be more conservative than people who, you know, aren't in invested in a in in a piece of property or, or or property owners. I mean that's basically what the country was founded on was being a property owner. Yeah. Um, so that's my opinion mm-hmm. and um, I, I do mm-hmm. hope I do hope that the Bank of America program is more like naCA right If it's not then i'm I am really concerned that um like it'll 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 be a failure and uh i'll take my comments
0: off the air hey listen thank you great call a, a bunch of things that i had to take down here and, and talk about that was great points now the uh the knacker program in the way that you described it makes absolute sense as to why it would have a low uh foreclosure rate is because the program is basically making the individual do what any normal person has to do on their own you're talking about two years of making the right personal financial decisions in your life, even though they're not basing it on the credit score, they still have to go back and fix their credit, even though that credit score doesn't matter. But if you're going back and looking at things that are in collections, looking at things that are negative on your credit report and fixing it, well, that's that's what fixing your credit is. Right. That's literally what fixing your credit is. So I can understand why that program, based on the way you described it, is actually a good program and successful. I don't believe that's what this is going to be. It doesn't seem like that's what this is going to be. And I would I wouldn't be too worried (laughs) about the banks uh, making people more conservative because the Democratic Party would never allow such a thing the democratic party would basically say that these programs are somewhat racist if it was making people look like they're being more conservative in their ways because just like the caller said when you become a homeowner stuff changes when you become a home a home owner you do care about what your neighbors do a little bit more you care about who's hanging out outside your home you do care more about The school districts and stuff like that, when you become a homeowner and you have, you know, some sort of skin in the game as far as what's going on in your neighborhood, you do demonstrate some more conservative values that people who, you know, the black community normally puts in the power would not go for that whatsoever. They're not going to go for that type of stuff. So I wouldn't be too worried about that. But here's here's something I want to talk about before I bring on this next caller from uh, 904. If you look at the default rates between an FHA loan, those are the loans that are government backed loans where uh, you do have to have a somewhat decent credit score, but it's like the low 600s. I think it's like 620 or something like that. At least it was at one point you know they the down payment isn't 20% the down payment's more like under 4% stuff like that when you look at the default rate at least in October 2020 the default rate for those loans were like 12% the default rate for a conventional loan loans where your uh your down payment has to be higher like 20% your uh credit score has to be higher it was 3% so you got 12% default rates on FHA loans and 3% default rates on conventional loans. So to me, what that basically says is outside of a program that makes you actually become a responsible financial adult, if you give someone a mortgage who normally would not qualify under regular underwriting rules, it's more likely that that person is going to default because they never should have had it in the first place. That's just what the numbers say. But here we go. Caller from 904. You are live on the air with Pocket Watcher with JT. What's going on?
7: Hey, JT. How's it
0: going? Good, good, good. Make sure you talk directly into the phone. All right, good. Can you hear
7: me now? Yeah, go right ahead. Yeah. um, There's probably a lot of people with a lot of strong feelings for this one. I Um, I don't know why,
0: it seems (laughs) seems pretty straightforward. If you want to buy a house, you need to have 20% down, have a decent credit score and be prepared to pay a closing cost. That
7: should be somewhat
0: normal, but you know, we'll
7: see. Yeah. And, And, and I, and I agree. I think that, you know, when you talk about coming to a big purchase, Mm-hmm. Which you you mentioned that is usually the biggest purchase, biggest investment that a lot of people are making, right? And when you come, you know, with you know, no, particularly no money down, not expecting to pay your closing costs, um, and it speaks to maybe a lack of preparation and really just a lack of understanding of what, of what that is, mm-hmm. of what the purchase is, and what you're trying and what you're trying to do, particularly with the 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 no money down, right? right. Because that typically is going to speak to the level of interest rate you're going to have and um really it's almost like you're kicking the can down the road because interest rate and your payment is probably going to speak to what you did in, in regard to not bringing any money down. right so it's 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 going to I won't say have a negative impact but you're going to feel it that you didn't have to bring no money down because they're not gonna give these homes away, especially when the average home price is rising. Yep. We're at an all-time high. Yep. So if you didn't bring any money down, or if you didn't bring any money down to close, what do you think your interest rate's gonna be? And mm-hmm. what do you think your monthly payment is gonna be? So if you didn't have the money to bring down, how are you gonna make that 14, 15, 16, whatever that monthly payment is per month? Right. And I, I don't I, and I don't think that a lot of people would think about that. And the banks not really think about that because they're just trying to get these mortgages out to you know package them securities, and that's this whole other thing of like what we got what we got what got us in trouble in 2008. But um it's not gonna be anything like that program that the previous caller was talking about because they're not the bank particularly is not interested in none of that. They're not trying to keep you in who, who, trying to get Yeah, you and who's who's, who's paying to for
0: that? Yeah. Just just think about that for a second. Right. Who's paying for the staff to hold the hands of this borrower? for two years and stay on top of them and make sure that they're doing all the things that any other responsible adult should be able to do on their own. Who's paying for all that? Is the bank doing that again? Because once again, I thought the banks were the bad guys. Just just about a week ago, about a week ago, the banks were the bad guys. Now the banks are the saviors, the nice guys who are going to help black America close the uh, racial wealth gap with programs like this. Which is, either they're bad guys, they're predators, or they're the good guys. They can't be both.
7: They can't. And it really just goes back to understanding kind of what your condition is and what you're doing. What are you signing up for? No money down, no closing costs. What does that actually mean? Is that going to be some nice low interest 15 or 30 year fix? Or is that going to be some seeming high interest rate or even worse, some variable interest rate that's going to jump up on you after the first 18 to 24 months? And I think that's what people just really got to focus on, just understanding like what you're doing, why you're doing it, and if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. Uh The only thing that I would um, I would diverge a little bit is Mm -hmm. that I, for um, FHA, you know those those programs where they allow you to bring in ten percent or some kids is three point five percent. I do think that Mm -hmm. those can make sense for like young professionals, people who are just getting started. They want to get into a home, get their life started. They could save the 20%, but and that could take them a couple of years or maybe a year, depending on like how where they fall as far as salary, other things they have going on. Right. That 3.5% allows them to do it quicker. um But the cash flow, the money, the credit, all that stuff is there. It's just that there's a difference in having to bring $15,000 to closing versus like $50,000 to closing. And I think that could be appealing to some. Now, you still can make the argument that if you can just save the twenty percent, wait until you have the twenty percent, but exactly. I do think that's attractive to some to get their life started to just go ahead and get that three point five and mm, but make sure everything else is in, in place. Let's to, think to about let's but think I, about I, the
0: long term effect of that though. Think about the long term effect. I, I instead, know, yeah, instead I of doing it, yeah, <laughs> instead of doing the twenty percent down, you're doing like the three point five percent down okay so that Mm -hmm. means you are financing more of the loan with the smaller down payment over 30 years you're going to to pay more in interest than you're saving on the smaller down payment so you're in overall you end up with more money that you're giving to the bank you're just not doing it on the front end you're doing it on the back end ultimately it's dumb it makes more sense to save up the 20 percent now rather than pay much more in interest over the lifetime of the loan
7: i don't disagree i think that's a valid point Mm -hmm. most people young professionals you know people thinking about when we were first getting started friends and colleagues we're going to refinance anyway after a couple of years. So, I mean, I'm just telling you, we're going to refinance anyway. That's not going to be the, that's not going to be the, the structure of moving forward. But you make sense. I'm just telling you like the mindset of people right. who like have everything in place, mm-hmm. but the choice is I want to do it now or do I wait, you know, two years, 3.5, 20%. It's a decision point. Again, you just have to understand what you're doing. Your point is yeah. right. I'm right. just saying that, there's another, there, a lot of us take another way to it. And, and just, again, to here's, a, yes, here's the thing it. with that. No I, no, I understand. I get it. What I'm
0: saying is that mindset is wrong. I'm trying to keep people who are leaning on that way of thinking, and I'm trying to shape them and let them know your mindset is wrong. Oh, don't worry about it. We'll refinance later. Well, if you bought a house two years ago and said that you were going to refinance later, how smart do you look now? Rates are up. So it
7: doesn't work out that
0: good. Now, let's say rates go down. It,
7: listen, it, it, let's, doesn't work, yeah. it doesn't work out. But what it doesn't if, what if, what if, time.
0: listen, listen, what if it the rates out. actually it went down? Out, but... Even if the rates go down, people act as if refinancing is just a push of the button. You are getting a new loan. With a new loan, there is new cost of that loan. You're going to have to pay fees again. And most people, when they refinance, they prefer to refinance in a way where, hey, I want to make a lower monthly payment. So what am I doing? I am taking my new balance that I paid down, I guess. But if you only spend a couple of years on your loan, you really didn't pay down the loan much. But let's just say, for example, the loan is a little bit less because you have more equity. Well, all you're doing is kicking a can down the road for a fresh new 30 years from the point where you're refinancing. So yeah, my monthly payment is less, but ultimately you could be in a situation where you're just paying more money in the long run anyway. So it still does not make sense. It's best to do the thing right in first place. The first place is have 20% to put down. If it takes you additional two years or a year and a half to get that money up you're better off taking the work and becoming disciplined financially and reap the benefits of being more financially responsible rather than i want it now and because i want it now i'd rather do a fha loan with three 3.5 percent down And it's just it's over analyzing something that at the end of the day you're going to come out as a
7: loser I don't, I don't. I don't agree. I think okay. that you're you're right. Like the traditional right way is to twenty percent down. Make sure you have it. Right. We're talking about people who have all the other things that you talk about in place. It's the timing of what they're doing, and to say that is going to not work out for no one at all times—that's just not true. No, right? I didn't because say for no one. I'm really, talking. I speak.
0: I speak in percentages. Generally, generally
7: structurally. Uh. Generally speaking, mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm giving. I'm, I, and all I'm all I'm saying is just giving a different point of view and a perspective, real time world. These are real conversations that people are having. It's like, when do I do this? Do I do this now? Do we wait? Do
5: yeah.
0: And know, that's why I'm, also talking that's why I'm coming.
7: Now. I'm coming as the big
0: brother, the certified financial planner, talking to the audience out here hard in in that mode right now. And they're thinking, What's the time? As the big brother, I'm saying, wait, you need to wait. You need to wait and build up enough down payment where you have. 20% and it makes sense. That's what I'm telling the audience. You need to wait. If you're trying to figure it out and you're saying maybe I should go now, I'm telling you you're wrong, you should wait. And there's a higher, you have a higher probability of coming out of this loan better if you do it my way rather than the way that people are thinking about doing. it. I'm just going
7: off the numbers. I don't disagree. No, I'm not. And, 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 I, and I don't argue with the numbers. It's right. just, I think that when you have when you have people, particularly like the, the professional, and, and you've been in school eight, ten years, mm-hmm. you waited to this moment, and you're in this process where you're you you're, you feel like you're there, even though you may not actually be there yet. You feel like you're there. To say that you want to wait another, you know, two years or so, when I've already been waiting ten, you know what I mean? Like sometimes that psych, I, I, I'm just being real. With you. I've already been waiting ten what were they doing, but, doing like
0: let's I'm, think let's think I'm about this 18. for a second
7: cool since I 18. right right
0: that okay <laughs> so if you were in school for that amount of time okay great your first priority is should be trying to pay down that student loan how about we try doing that Where, What what's reality going on with JT, that
7: jt reality speaking right that is not at the forefront not at that's the and
0: that's the problem that's the problem i'm trying to correct the problem they trying to get into a house when they need to pay off the house of a student loan that they got for being in school for Uh, 10 years how about we really kick this student loan in the butt over the next two to three years so now our debt the income ratio is looking a little bit better we have money that's saved up right we keep calling these people young professionals okay how about we think like professionals and act like professionals yeah y'all might have a piece of paper well, on you- the wall but your thinking has not become professional yet your thinking is still like no, a child no, no, no. i want it now i've been waiting for 10 years and i want my house now even though i have a a, a lot of student loan debt and I don't have enough for a 20% down payment. I want it now. That's the thinking of a child, not a professional.
7: I don't, I, I can, I, I don't agree. I, I get what you're saying, but mm-hmm. I don't agree. I think that you're being a little bit idealistic and saying in an ideal situation, this is what you do it. That's not place. ideal. That's normal. And, and react, there's a difference. It, it, no, there's it, no, a difference. There, no, there's there, a difference
0: it, between ideal. Ideal is in a perfect world situation. I'm not talking about a perfect world situation. I'm talking about this is the basic stuff that you should do to be a responsible adult. It's not perfect world situation, it's normal but, but, world but, situation. But it's
7: it's you know, it's a way you, it's it's the way it's the way that you're crafting it. So if I don't do it the way that you're describing, you're suggesting that I'm not a responsible adult, which I would strongly I'm, disagree. No, what with I'm saying
0: it. what I'm saying is you are exhibiting the behavior of a child that is saying I want it now, even though I know it no, would be better. No, that, listen, 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 that, listen, 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 listen. This is what children do. How do I know? Because I have kids and I once was a child, well, but kids. more because I have kids. But this is how kids think. Kids think, even though I know it's a better way to do something that would overall benefit me more because my inability to wait, my inability to Uh, uh, delay gratification. I'm going to do it a different way. Children think like that. Adults think like, even though I could get something now, and even though I could have instant gratification, I'm going to put it off because I know for the big picture, it's going to be better for me to wait. One way is thinking like an adult. The other way is thinking like a child.
7: No, one one way is thinking they're idealistic, and the other way is understanding that there's different idealistic. ways to get to the same out to get to get to the same result. Before no no listen, 10, listen, listen.
0: Before I can let you go, we got we have to agree on some some, some fundamental stuff or, or, or the conversation doesn't make okay. sense. So let, let's 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 put okay. it in this way. Okay. okay. Do you, do you agree or disagree that delaying gratification is a example of what adults do or what children do adults okay so adults delay gratification so does a child normally want something now regardless of the repercussions or does a child think out the process and will deny getting something now because of the consequences
7: most child most children won't think it through they okay. to it the now, regardless of
0: Okay, so if you agree with me on that, then obviously you should also agree with me to the fact that an adult is going to look at the long-term effects of a decision and go with the thing that makes the most sense for the big picture and delay gratification. A child is going to, even though they know another option is best for the long-term, they'll still go with the short-term gratification. Correct. I agree with you 100. Okay.
7: percent I agree with you 100. Okay. I think that we look at both scenarios, and you're assuming that that what and, and I won't say you're assuming what the way you're stating is suggesting that the person. Let's just kind of keep it to the frame it the way we're talking about. Okay. The the the, the couple that chooses 3.5 percent. And versus the couple that says knowing,
0: but remember, remember the couple, the couple, yeah, the couple that picks the three
7: point five,
0: knowing Knowing. that twenty percent would make more sense for their overall financial picture of their life, it would make more sense, and they would be better off. But they go with the three point five because of what what you said, because they want it now. That's how you said it earlier in the conversation. They want it now rather than wait. I stand firm behind
7: that. They want it now.
0: So 15, one 15 one activity is what a child would do and the other activity is no, what an I mean, adult
7: does. But, okay, let's let, let's keep it there. 15 years down the road. Mm-hmm. all things equal, are these people are these two couples in dramatically different positions? It depends. No, now no, now it depends. It doesn't. I would depend. say they're not. It
0: depends because there's other there's other not.
7: variables in it.
0: But I would, say, I would say I would lean there, on there, there, yes. There, there, there. I would lean on yes. No, there, I, yes. I would I, say I, they I are will, in different, different positions because listen, listen, listen. Because one couple, based on the way you framed it, one couple has already shown that they have the ability to delay gratification and go towards a long-term plan to accomplish their goals. The other couple, remember, you gave me no other variables but this. The other couple has already shown and inability to delay gratification, even knowing that there's a wiser choice, but they go with the impulse first. So if you tell me 15 years down the road, this couple over here is going to be drastically better off than this other couple. This couple, most likely the childish couple is probably deep in debt with all the other toys that they bought themselves because they deserve it, and they've been putting it off for so long. They probably got a bunch of other I toys be- that they finance. With this couple over here, will probably be damn near at millionaire status. So yes, they
7: are different. I vehemently, I, I vehemently disagree. And, I and, think that we're looking at and, very, very. And I you're, basing, very, this very, and, very, and you're very, basing this I on think, what? At what are you
0: basing this on?
7: I've I, got I, years I, of being a financial I, advisor, seeing these different types of couples. But what are you basing m- it on I, again? But living it. <laughs> I'm 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 living it. You're the that one you, person. You, have, you, you can't claim couples. yourself. You, you
8: no, know? I mean, I'm I'm no, based on me. myself.
7: I can claim myself. I can, I I am. I, I can base it on myself. I can base it on the group of friends that I have. I I understand. You don't I even have the 15 understand. years down I'm,
0: the road to see where it is. Are you 15 years down but, the road from from the point that we're talking about?
9: About 12. Well you ain't there yet. You ain't there yet. With, with the <laughs> you ain't there yet. Call me with when the other three drop.
0: You ain't there yet. I gotta go to the I gotta go to the next caller because we got a long list. Right. But I, right. I, I love right. it when you call. Right. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. No
1: problem.
0: All right. All right, here we go. We're gonna get through these calls, people. We're gonna get through these calls. Here we go. I got caller from 919-267-470-616-919 again. So I'm gonna have to do some more numbers on 919 so y'all not confused. Then 443 212 and 615. So here we go. Caller from 91975. 91975. You are live on the air with Pocket Watching with JT. Can you hear me? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. Hey,
10: how's it going, JT? Ah, man, I'm doing good. Thanks for calling. Uh, man, just call me Mr. Cynical. <laughs> on this okay. Bank of America thing, okay, because I want to look at I want to look at it from a different perspective. All right, let's do it. The question I'm going to ask is: Where's that loan? What books is that loan going to sit on? Is it going to sit mm. on the bank's loan on bank, on the bank's books, or are they going to package it up and, and sell put it, it in an MBS? Well, we already know exactly.
0: If we had to just base it on the industry within itself that bank will probably i mean that mortgage will probably be sold two or three times before a full calendar year is up so if they're not going to be the ones holding the weight then they don't care that much what happens
10: because that that was the point i was really trying to go at because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day this reminds me of basically no income No job, ninja in two thousand. The ninja loans, yeah, exactly the ninja loans. Yeah. So if that is the if they do if it stays on their books, that's one thing. But I doubt that's going to end up happening because the banks were pretty upset that they were blamed for two thousand eight. So if you look at the mortgage origination, how it's done now, very few banks actually have mortgages. Mm -hmm. They package it up. You have mortgage lenders that are really handling all of the mortgages now, Mm -hmm. and then they package it up, and it's been the Federal Reserve that's been buying it. The problem is now, and we know this for a very fact, because Jerome Powell said it himself during the last um, call that was it the last one or one before, that they are expecting for home buyers or planning for home buyers uh, for the market to come take a little bit of a dip, which is right. his original conversation, for to help home buyers out. Mm-hmm. So it makes no sense if you look at the overall atmosphere. Why would Bank of America say, you know what, we're gonna give out no down payment loan, <laughs> no credit score? <laughs> You know, I'm just the Skeptical, man. I'm like, yo, why are you just gonna give out in this environment right now, where right. Uh, housing is going down, people, and it's getting worse? It's it's actually ramping up even more. Right. And for them to all of a sudden offer this makes no sense to me. So hmm. if you play the game theory model of it, what they're gonna end up doing is they're gonna give out a bunch of loans to what? I, going back to predatory loans like they did back in 2005 2006
5: 2007
10: Mm -hmm. and let the black people and the hispanic people take the blame like they did in 2008 saying that oh you know taking illegal loans and blah 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 and at the end of the day it was started with the banks Yeah.
0: They're gonna be like, well, we tried. We tried to help the black and brown people become homeowners, but you know, it's it's all on them. We tried, and they, you know, they couldn't do it. Once again, sorry, you know.
10: So what it is is like, and 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 I feel sorry for you know for black people who are really excited, who want to own a home. They're gonna jump at this, Mm -hmm. being very impulsive. Like the last caller was sort of. Um, trying to argue for but not understanding that the quickest way you go bankrupt is by leverage yep and that's exactly how uh, you're going to end up because if the economy goes down and we're already in a recession but if the recession really gets worse like um it's predicted to be you know mm-hmm. if people are, are sitting there listening to the to the you know, what the smart money is doing. They're getting out of the market. They get, They're selling they get, all their there's stock. people who
0: are getting out of the market. There are large corporations that are sending out private memos to everybody say, Hey, we, we're going to start laying people exactly. off because we know that we're going to go into a recessionary period where we're not going to have as much demand for our services and our goods. So we're preparing ourselves already for the uh, winter storm that's coming. That's what the smart exactly. money's doing.
10: Exactly, and I really, you know, would encourage everybody to really listen to what Michael Berry's doing on Twitter. Michael Berry was the person who discovered all the fraud going on- Back in, in 08, yeah. And in 2008. Yeah. So, you know, and like him, I've been I've been stacking my chips, getting ready too for when, when <laughs> everything kind of blows up. <laughs> Oh, um, because we, I, 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 we all know that you know this is this is this is game theory, mm-hmm. and and honestly, if if these loans were to stick on on Bank of America's books, they know that they're going to get bailed out by the Fed.
0: That's what they probably would be because hoping if, for,
10: right? Because they're they're, they're going to be too big to fail, I, I don't. Think I don't think that would be a smart play because Mm -hmm. people were really pissed off
8: the first time.
10: Yeah, you know, so for them to get billed out again would probably be that would be a shitstorm part of the French.
0: Yeah, I mean, because they're also they're not even having PMI, so private mortgage insurance. So they're not even having them to pay the extra little bit to ensure the fact. Hey, if you were to default. I've got some insurance that they will pay up. No, they're not even doing that. So it just, it, 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 it makes, make, it makes sense. no sense.
10: That makes no sense because that's the protection for the bank themselves. Think about it. They'd be like, oh, I'm gonna get insurance on, on this is how the banks work. I'm gonna get insurance on the house and you are gonna pay for it. Right?
0: <laughs> In, in, in any other situation, the bank is trying to cover its butt in case something happens where clearly they, they can't even trust that you're going to pay the taxes on the home. So they roll that in and say, no, no, no we're going to pay the taxes. We're going to pay the insurance for you. We're just going to add it to your monthly bill. Not all of a sudden a loan where it looks like you have bad credit. You don't have enough money for a down payment. You don't have any money for closing costs, but we're also not going to make you pay
10: PMI. Yeah, some
0: something, 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 yeah. something smells a it, little wrong with that.
10: I, something's up. Yeah. Right now, this is only Bank of America that's offering this. If you start seeing other banks offering something similar of a product, mm. watch out. Yeah. It's predatory loans. They're looking. They're just waiting.
0: They 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 behind the tree like that meme. They're just behind the tree looking, sit, yeah. trying to see what's going on. Yeah. And the second it looks like okay, it looks like Bank of America, they they people are signing up for it. They are gonna jump on it and do the same thing. Right? They they just looking yeah, to see not- to let them be the test dummies and see what happens.
10: And I really wouldn't even bother you know telling anybody to get this because housing prices are going down
0: right they're gonna end up with a loan upside they're gonna be upside down in whatever loan they get they're gonna be upside down in a situation where they're probably gonna get laid off and they're gonna lose the home anyway listen i gotta to go to the next caller but thank you bro i appreciate you calling in all right so let me see here we got caller from two six seven four seven zero 470 then 616 so caller from 267 you are live on the all air right. with pocket watching with jt can you hear me
11: Yes, can you hear me? Yeah, go right ahead. All righty. Am I coming in clear? I want to make sure the audio is good. You sound good to me. Go right ahead. Okay. Yeah, so JT, Mm -hmm. um, what I would recommend is for people to just do their research. Like Mm -hmm. there's a white paper on Bank of America's website that gives uh, some details on this pilot program. It's not just the floodgates where everyone could just go ahead and start um applying for this mortgage but i i am going to give you some 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 uh, pushback okay. on on your stance okay okay so my first home that i purchased i didn't have to uh put down 20% i didn't have to pay pmi uh what else what else um yeah and and and, and you know I'll, closing I'll, costs you didn't have it you didn't have closing costs either there was a state program. I didn't. Have, I mean, uh, first-time buyer. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to pay uh, uh, closing costs or anything like that. And what about your credit score? You want to know credit score? My credit score did come into in, into 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 account. Okay. My credit score did come into account. Was it well, was it, it was decent? Was it important. something
0: on the low end or was it a high end? I mean, what was your credit? Generally, what I'm asking uh, is, what was your credit I, like? You had decent credit or you had bad credit?
11: I, I had average credit. Yeah, the, 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 the biggest. The, the most important factor. You want to know what it was? What my my income and my potential income. There's okay. a program called a uh, what they call. Uh, I had a a, a a variety of variety of what they call a doctor's loan or okay. a physician's loan. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar with those.
0: Yeah, I, I so, think so. So they saw honest- the potential that you you were someone that was going to be a high net
11: worth earner. It's it's a common it's a common thing that most people don't know about it because most people aren't uh, you know whatever. So, but the, the, but the, my, my point is saying that mm-hmm. the, these programs exist already for people that uh, that that's separate from this affordable loan program that, that that Bank of America is doing. And Bank of America, they they they're taking they're doing their due diligence. They're saying that your income is a factor and the location is a factor. So from what I read in their in that white paper mm-hmm. these these homes are going to be in high demand areas. You know, they say location location location. So, it, it, it G- give me an example because the
0: places that I saw, I saw Dallas and I saw Miami and some other places. What, what, what were you seeing that makes you makes you think that they're high demand, uh, high in demand areas? Because these were supposed to be areas that they said were uh, highly populated with African American and mm-hmm. Latino uh, a uh, population.
11: So they're they're going. This initiative is taking place in Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles, California, Miami, Florida, Dallas, Texas, and Detroit, and, uh, and and Detroit, Michigan. L.A. So these in L.A. 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 Okay, Just say what you want. L- L- L.A. is a good market. Oh I know, no, I know there's like I know bad the bad point, politics. And the point like
0: that I'm making about L.A. is the extremely high prices of homes yeah. in L.A. Yeah so okay great you got this program in la for some negro who has no money for a down payment can't do closing costs has bad credit they're going to buy a four hundred thousand dollar starter house in la does that make sense
11: i didn't see where uh, uh, you're 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 reading a lot into that white paper i didn't read that it's going to be some guy who can't afford to pay a closing cost. If you don't what have a down if you don't a, have a down payment, let's
0: talk about this for a second. Why why yeah. would a program like this be attractive to a person? The average person. So if you got so a person who can get if you I, can get a conventional loan, would this program I be attractive to you?
11: So I shared with you my personal uh first, um, what what happened in my first home, yes. right? Yes. Like I, I I was literally that person, right? Yes. So well so, why somewhat was that attractive somewhat cuz let's remember I you was. know
0: your, your your loan your loan was based on <laughs> the high income that was coming based on your profession like you're you're a doctor right
11: i'm adjacent
0: you you you're within the Ad- medical you're within I, I, the I, I, medical field where people normally make i'm, 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 I'm a assuming a high, high I'm income i'm a high earner you're a high earner
11: yes high okay. earner.
0: yeah you're a high, high earner. earner so let's take a couple of steps back and think about this. In your situation, you are a high earner or someone who was right on the edge of being a very high earner. And the bank is looking at this and like, listen, he might not have it now, but he just got him a check. That's a, that's a cash money reference from a long time ago that most people probably won't get. He might not have it now, but he just got him a check. So they're looking at it like, okay, he's going to have the income to get this thing done. Now, would it make more sense if he waits a little bit and just delay gratification for a couple of months to a couple of years? Yeah, but he he's going to get it. So we're going to get this thing done. All right. Great. But in the areas that they're talking about, in the way that they're saying that they're going to help close the uh, uh, racial uh, wealth gap, that's not people who are. High net worth earners, high net worth earners, whatever color they are, they're going to buy homes regardless. That does not move the needle when it comes to talking about helping close the uh, racial wealth gap. You are going to get a home with that program or not,
11: correct? It would have taken longer. And that's where I think the disconnect is that's where, that's where I think you, you have a disconnect okay i am so glad that i took advantage of that program because if i didn't i would have taken it would have taken me years to get into my first you know you you know you how to you start your home or whatever and it would have taken me years to do that why so so why why would it why exist. why would it took
0: why would it have took you years why why would it have been that much longer
11: what shortcut did this give? just i had just i had just graduated Right. you know just just starting my profession just started my career right so i i I hadn't amassed the salary and earnings that I had right that, that it would it would have just taken longer and 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 what i'm what I'm ultimately getting to is that there are plenty of people out there that are high high earning or new what i would say new money right new, they, they, new money Henry, right 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 benefit. they they
0: refer to them as as Henry's right yes, yeah. yes yes. I'm, yeah, I'm aware, that, but here, yeah. here, here's the downfall of the logic. Here's the downfall of the logic. The problem is you can get there on your own without the program. Who's being helped by this program? Not people who are right at the poverty line. This is helping high net worth, high net earners. Are those the people who the government or programs like this really should be looking to help out the little man? Are you the little guy who needs a little help to become a homeowner? Are you are you a guy who worked extremely hard to get into the profession that you're in that demands an extremely high salary? And this is just helping chop off about what 18 to 36 months of time for you.
11: I, I I'm I'm a higher but JT that re, re reread that white paper. No, no, I'm just
0: saying answer like, answer the question. Answer
11: the question. Income. Are you are you are you the little guy?
0: Are you just someone who this program has helped chop off another 36 months? <laughs> you could easily
11: do it on your own. I am somewhat the little guy. You're gonna disagree. You're going to disagree. How are you the little friends. guy? In what world are yeah. you the little guy?
0: Because if you're the little guy, we got to go mud. check. We got to check the definition of what the little guy is. Getting it out the mud. Uh, trust me, bro. I understand. Getting it out the mud meaning you started from nothing. <laughs> then you grind. You did. Oh man. you got, I don't know if you got a baby or something in the back, but I got to mute you real quick. You got it out the mud because, no, you good. You got it out the mud because, yes, you started from nothing. You grind. You went to school. You graduated. You're all you are right on the edge of stepping into what people consider the American dream. You the, So much so that the uh, that, that the mortgage company looked at you and said, yo, he doesn't have it right now, but he's going to make so much money. We're going to go ahead and treat him as if he has the money now so that he can go ahead and get this mortgage. You're not, you were the little guy. You're not the little guy now. So why are they coming up with programs to help you? You got it out the mud. You didn't need
11: help. I did need help, JT. And you're not going to You you needed help to to buy that house. You you needed help to buy that house.
0: Yes. You could have got it on your own in 24 months. Another 24 months of your life, you could have did it on your own. Correct?
11: Who, who's to predict what the market would look like? Okay, now
0: this, Now we're looking at all the variables and all the other stuff. We're just talking about in in, <laughs> in a basic situation, basic just looking at, okay, the fact that you didn't have the da- enough money for the down payment and the closing costs. I'm saying in 24 months and what actually happened, I'm not talking about all the alternative realities that Dr. Strange helped you get to. I'm talking about, What actually happened in your life Would another 24 months solved all the problems that that program helped you with?
11: You're you're correct, but that is not fair. (laughs) That's (laughs) not fair to apply in my case. It's
0: not fair to apply in your case. case. Listen, I got to go to the next caller. It's a good call. Good call in general. But I got to go. I got to go to the next caller. (laughs) Thank you. All right, here we go. Caller from 470-616-347. Caller from 470.
9: You're live on the air with Pocket Watching with JT. What's going on? Good evening, JT. This is Cedric from Huntsville. Yes, sir. And I'm, 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 start, I'm starting to shake because <laughs> this is giving me remnants of of, of, of the of the loans being paid off by the Biden administration. Listen, man. Uh, while I was waiting, I checked out the program. said, yes, yeah, no, no down payment, no mortgage insurance. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And then, so I took my three three sticky pads of notes. <laughs> and I, I listened to, to, to one of the females, uh, young ladies who talked about that NAF program where you yep. go through the train and this and that. And I was like, okay.
5: Mm-hmm.
9: Okay, if you're not going to have people put down a down payment, right. no mortgage insurance. Are you going to require them to say, "Okay, we're going to get some type of budget certification"? So we say, "Okay, you know, show us your budget. Make sure you have six months of 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 living expenses, and then on top of that, have another six months of future mortgage payments." Now, if they had that, then okay, that makes sense. Right. But that's probably not going to happen. No, 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 no. It, it's probably not going to happen. So, so no. then my my thinking is, oh, I put them. I had to put them put put on my kufi cap. And think, okay, what (laughs) what message, what message are they trying to send to the people? Right. Okay. (laughs) We know interest rates are going out the roof. Yep. We know housing sales is going down. Hmm. Is there some way for the administration to push the mortgage sales up as interest rates go up, and then in about two or three years, when sales go up and everything's looking good, and and all of a sudden, hey, we made it through. All of a sudden, oh, we gotta, we we gotta historic number of foreclosures. Oh, what do you know? I'm like, give me a freaking break. And the other thing is like, what? what same wage and loans. What does this say for those folks? Mm-hmm. Like the last caller, he was good with saying he took he, he took from the mud. But the problem is, you took it from the mud. Now you're trying to give the folks that didn't take from the mud the same result. <laughs> It, Come on, man. It don't work Come
0: like on. that. It does not work like that. That's not how you treat an adult with a reward-based system. I believe in a meritocracy. I believe in a world where you are going to get out what you put in. Everybody's not going to finish in the same level. It is what it is. We live in a world where there's ultimately going to be winners and losers. You cannot say that the game is unfair just because there's losers in the game. That's the game. What you try to do is try to get yourself on the winning side as often as possible and
9: stop complaining about what losers do. Exactly. And not only did you try to get on the winner's side, you're trying to get on the winner's side without going to training camp. (laughs) Without do with, with, with without doing a, going having a proper diet, right. without putting in the reps, without getting to sleep, without studying the playbook, but all of a sudden you want to get them a Heisman trophy. Come on, man. Come on. Because they're
0: old that. They they're old that trophy because they tried. They really, really wanted it really, really bad. So they, they deserve it, right?
9: No. Oh, you mean like how Michael Jordan tried to make his high school basketball team and he didn't make it that one year? That's the part that listen. Was, I'm such. I'm such. Harder. Yeah. I'm such.
0: Uh. 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 uh oh. I, when people use that example, not not the way you use it, but people use that example, it's like, listen, bro. Michael Jordan was a freshman who did not make his varsity team. It's like people act as if like that was just shocking. He wasn't good enough to be on the team at that time. The Michael Jordan in high <laughs> school was not the Michael Jordan. For the Bulls, it was a different player. He wasn't even the best player on his college team. Even the year nope, that no they wasn't. won, even the year that they won the national championship, I believe they beat Georgetown because it was a uh, a Patrick Ewing mm-hmm. led Georgetown Hoya team that North Carolina beat. He wasn't even the best player on the team. Yeah, he hit the winning the winning game shot. But he wasn't even the best player on the team. So it's like people like, oh, okay, let me get off the MJ stuff. But listen,
9: <laughs> people but, don't want to put in the, the more. The, the moral of the story is, I would love to see the the, 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 the statistics three years from now mm-hmm. of what percentage of folks got these loans, whether it be Hispanic and, and African-American based mm-hmm. upon the demographics, right. and also see the stats on what is the foreclosure rate. Yeah.
0: It's... If I had to put money on it, it's going to be high. And once again, this is not an only black and brown program. Anybody can get this program. They're trying to say, well, we're trying to get it in areas where black and brown people are the majority of the population. Yeah. I Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's see how that works out. Dallas, L.A., Miami. Okay. Let's see who actually takes advantage of these loans.
9: Okay. Or is this? Is this this another undercover gentrification program? I'm just saying. Right, right. because like
0: the last caller said, these are great programs for people who make a lot of money in there in a situation where Mm -hmm. they may have a lot of student loan debt and stuff like that, but they make a lot of money. Doesn't seem like a great program for people who don't make a lot of money. And that's normally Mm -hmm. the people who you're trying to shift from being renters to homeowners to close the wealth gap. That's not what's going on, mm.
5: but they're trying
0: to put on the mask and the dashiki as if this is for the culture that help poor black and brown people become home homeowners. When like what you just said, I'm gonna put this down. And this could be another play for gentrification because you're just gonna have a lot of young professionals coming to game. Yep, but we'll see, we'll see. All
9: right, A.T.,
0: have a good one. All right, boss, thanks for calling. All right, all right, all right. We are going to call her from 347, then 616. Call her from 347. You are live on the air. Hey,
2: this is John Call from Charlotte.
0: Oh, Charlotte, I think they're gonna be in your area with this program. What's going on?
2: Yeah, JT, now you playing my playground. I'm about to give you this work, homie. All
5: right,
0: let's,
2: let's do it. Up. So here's the deal. Let's do it. Okay, so a little bit of education on this. So right. they already have the data on foreclosures because Bank of America actually provides funding for NACA. NACA has one of the lowest foreclosure rates. This program is basically identical to NACA. you saying it's identical. So they're going to be
0: going through two years that, of... Uh... Training on getting them actually knowing
2: how to be homes. But JC, let me speak because this is there's some detail. Go ahead. There's go a ahead. lot of details to this. So what happens is, is that with NACA, when they underwrite those loans, they're underwritten to basically FHA and VA standards. Okay. Now there was actually, I know you're not really you know fond of the uh, earning leisure guys, but there was an actual underwriter who worked for Bank of America uh-huh. who was talking about how the approvals were going. And basically, you can't come there with trash credit. You have to, like, so if you, they're not going to let you have, like, a whole bunch of collections. Because here's the thing. Certain people's credit scores are not necessarily indicative of how responsible they've been with their credit. Someone may not have credit cards. They may only have, like, loan. And if you don't have revolving credit, your scores don't grow. So, mm-hmm. but get back to the, the point. With this program, it's basically a, a mirror image of what they do at NACA. NACA has like a less than three and a half percent default rate. Now, when you talk about people, you know, who are maybe not the most prosperous, I'll give you an example. My own sister took advantage of the program. She bought a house back in 2010, mm-hmm. and she got that first-time home homebuyer tax credit and $7,500 from the city of Charlotte. She bought the home for $92,000. That house is worth $320,000 now. So now she goes into being on paper worth over $200,000 plus but she has her 401k. Mm-hmm. That's the premise of the program. There are other 100% programs that are offered, and they're basically because they're Community Reinvestment Act efforts. All right. So, so
0: Truth has a hold on. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time
2: out. I want to make sure
0: we're on the same page. So give, give me one second. I want to make sure we're mm-hmm. on the same page. So... With mm-hmm. the with the NACA program, you said your sister went through it, right? Yes. Uh-huh. All right. So, and you said that they can't have bad credit.
2: They can't have, like, they can't have, like, a, a whole bunch of open collections. When they say they're not looking at credit score, uh-huh. that's just because credit scores are not necessarily indicative about how responsible someone has been. Because someone can have one car loan and have a 650 and not have a whole bunch of collections maybe they have medical costs maybe just change that they even medical collections aren't really being held against you anymore All right, so if but a
0: person so if a is, person has bad credit, And they want to get Uh into this program. What do they do? Because the last caller who was talking about this program said that they actually hold their hand through the process and have them fix
2: those issues. That's not not, not accurate. All right. So what happens? So if I let's say I go in, let's say I go in. Oh, listen, listen, listen. I'm trying to give you an. I'm trying to give you an example. I know people.
0: Listen, listen, listen. I'm I'm trying to give you an example so that we are on the same page. So let's say I want to do the program. I have a 580 credit score, not based on the fact that I only have one credit card or something like that. It's because I have bad credit. People lent me money and I didn't pay them back. And I want to get into this program. Okay, that's probably not going to happen. Happens? So we, I wouldn't that, be that, in the program. That's
2: what I'm saying. That's probably not going to happen because this is, I'm going to tell you how they underwrite it. Okay. They underwrite it to a hybrid of VA and FHA loan standards meaning that they look at your most recent 12 months of activity. So if you got recent, late most recent 12 months, and they look at your utilities, they look at rent, they look at alternative credit on top of traditional credit. So if you're not responsible in most recent 12 months, you're not getting in. That's not happening. And, and JT, here's the other thing too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand you guys live in different parts of the country, but one of the things they're looking at doing and the reason that they're Using needs this test mark. You know, Charles is the number two banking city. Like in New York, right? Do, do you right. know how much it costs to take out a mortgage in New York, for instance?
0: How much it costs?
2: Okay, so in New York City, in the five boroughs, there's a 2% tax on a mortgage. So, for instance, if you take out a loan for a million dollars before you get to any other closing costs, that's $20,000.
0: Who's taking out million-dollar loans that are in the Black community where they're trying to shift from... Renter to a no, 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 first no, no, no. time listen, home buyer.
2: no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just giving you, listen, listen, JT, I'm just giving you a point. Let's okay. give you it with a half million dollars. That's about the average price in New York. So you're talking about $10,000 before you get to anything else. Right. And my point is is that by allowing people to get in while as many barriers to entry can help them to increase their odds of getting out of poverty. Now, like I said, they're not allowing just anybody to but, get into this program. But, but see, that's the that's the, that's the point. though. Th- 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 think about th- it for a second. Uh
0: Before before we go to that next one, I want you to think about what you're saying. Right? Think think about what you're saying right now. If the program, get yeah yeah. yeah I, if you if you look at the program, they they got to have either average credit, right? So they have an average credit. They're a first time home buyer. And they're in a situation mm. where all the other underwriting things are in place. Why could they not get? Why? Mm. So why was your sister unable to get a home without that program?
2: It wasn't that she was unable to get home. It was a better option. It just made it you no. Know, it made it faster for her. Correct. No, it was a better. It was a better option because guess what? She had money in the bank already. Right. And because she had all those other programs, that she was able to you know, combined with the hundred percent finance, she was very liquid and so she was a very low default risk because she had money in the bank and she didn't really have to come out to her pocket or anything. So that means she so couldn't she could have done you, it on your her point own is delayed gratification, yes, but she and she could have waited, of, right? She could have waited and did it on her own, but correct? Why but it, why 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 does she have to wait if there's a program available that can help get her to the next level? And she shows that she's a good steward of it. Just because something was done one way for a long time doesn't mean it's always right. Just like there's certain things that that we're always right. Here's my question.
0: Here's my question for you. Okay.
2: Oh, and and to answer one of your questions, too, about how these loans are going to be packaged, Mm -hmm. they're going to be portfolio products initially. So they're going to actually have it on their books like they do in NACA. Mm-hmm. And then at some point in the future, they may securitize it after it performs. Okay. So it's not going to be a situation as soon as they get it's not it, going to be immediate, But at some point, it could support. be.
0: Here's my question: There's no close. There's no
2: closing costs, uh-huh. correct? So when they say there's no closing costs, right. they, 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 that's kind of they're being a little bit squirrely with that. Of, one. Co- of so course, here's what's are. really happening, right? So let me explain. Let me explain what's happening. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, they are saying that the rates are going to be market rates, but actually what they're going to do, the rate's going to be slightly higher. And instead of doing private slightly. mortgage insurance, right? Right. They're going to do basically a form of lender paid mortgage insurance. So lender paid mortgage insurance is when the mortgage insurance is absorbed through rate. So the rates are probably going to be about a half point higher right. than a traditional 30 year fix. Okay. So you're, te- so you're telling me,
0: so I'm going to get to that point later. So, all right. So let's say, what about the cost of paying the real estate agents? Where where does that go? Because normally you pay that at closing costs, correct? Well,
2: on any real real estate transaction, the real estate agent gets paid by the seller.
0: Yeah, no, but I'm saying, where where is that coming from the closing costs?
2: No, no, you know what I'm saying? That's never something that the buyer has to worry about. So when you go, when you you bought your home, right, Mm -hmm. and you were the buyer, the seller is actually in charge right. of paying your buyer representation, they split the commission. Yeah, but I'm that saying and and no, I'm so saying in a tradi- a, no, I'm saying saying the in, I'm saying for. in
0: the traditional sense, when you're going to the uh the 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 title company and all of those costs that are associated no, 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 that you, they you, normally you're, you're
2: conflating two different things the okay. title insurance premium. Now, here's the thing Bank of America owns a title company.
0: So they're paying themselves?
2: Yeah, so Bank of America when they acquired Countrywide, they also acquired their assets. Yeah, I'm saying, no, I'm saying, but where's the, the, where's that prices? amount?
0: Are you saying that they're not paying themselves? Look, look, JG, they're doing it, you it for free? Finish? No, no, because no, you're going you wrong.
2: Just answer the question directly, so no, we can move listen, on to the. Land safe appraisal and land safe title is a subsidiary of Bank of America. Okay, so they're probably going to write it off, right? The cost. Of the pro- price you're saying, oh, you say probably
0: they're probably no, no, going like, to yeah, write this
2: off they, they have their own subsidiary oh no no, they, no talk not, talk about.
0: are you saying they're probably going to write so they're basically doing this for free
2: is what you're saying Well, they're going to make some some money off some of the interest but that's no, no, not no 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 a, I'm talking about the fees and stuff where it costs where where is that going I mean I mean JT you know what the average cost of no, about, world, about, about, the,
0: because before when you first came on you was giving me all these examples of stuff that you knew now you're using words like yeah. probably because you're guessing. You don't know. JT, JT,
2: JT. And, you got to stop with that. No, th- listen. They you know, don't come they, on. They you hold on. That. Listen, in
0: listen. That. You don't. You don't come in with you. You can't come in saying, "Oh yes, my sister was in the program. I know what this happened. I know what this happened. I know what this happened." Then when I ask you a question, you're like, "Oh well, it probably is doing this. It either is or it is not." The thing is. The bank is going to make money off this. This isn't a non-profit thing. But hold on real quick, I got my 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 brother is in the building. Bring Orlando Miner in the building. What's
12: going on, oh? Yo, yo, what's going on, man?
0: Hey, ha- I had to bring you into the fun cuz I-, I figured you was around. I had to bring you in on this. I got finished with this <laughs> call real quick. But I want to I want to yeah, hear I want to hear okay, what go Orlando got to say. All right, hold on, caller. I'm bring I'm bring you in real quick She's so so, Carly, you're you're
2: back on the on the line. What's going on? Yeah, I said you're conflating two different things. You you start going into minutiae about who's going to pay title insurance. If they're saying that it's not going to be any upfront money from the borrower, that means they're putting the most
0: likely putting it into the loan. Yes, yes. So that's So that is a worse position. That is, position. is, that is the, a worse position. You, Listen. What ends up happening is that is a worse position. Like, Orlando, you're you're in Illinois, (laughs) I'm in Missouri. Right. Over where you are, when someone buys a car, instead of paying for their their taxes on the car, the plates and stuff for the sales tax on the car.
12: Right. Mm
0: -hmm. Instead of paying that up front, over here in Missouri, I got to write a check. But they roll that payment into the overall note for the car where you're at, right?
12: Correct. It's in finance.
0: Right. So that means right. that I'm ultimately going to be paying more money overall. Like if if yes. we bought 100%. identical cars, you and me and Orlando, we buy identical cars. I buy it in Missouri. He buys it in Illinois. I pay for my taxes and stuff on the car directly. He rolls it in to the car. He's going to pay more and finance charges and interest than I would, correct?
12: That is correct.
0: What's a better deal? Delaying gratification so that you don't have (laughs) the compound interest (laughs) on the fees that you don't have to pay, but you really are paying it because it's rolled into the loan.
12: But maybe I'm true. But Orlando. No, no, no please, you're, I, right. You, you're right.
0: You're right. You're right. <laughs> I want I want to hear what you what you guys say on this. I'm gonna get back to the calls. Call it from 616-443-212-615. I'm gonna get into it, but I wanna hear what Orlando got got say Yeah, this. so
12: here, here's my thing on this. First of all, with when, when it comes to Bank of America, first you have to be weary of Bank of America just to be just to throw that up front. So Bank of America, we already know they kinda shifty, shady, whatever whatever you want to call it. But let's be real. When you look at the at the details of this loan, right, it says you you don't have to be black to get it. You don't have to be Hispanic to get it. But it needs to happen in a black or Hispanic community. Well, to me, when I read that, all it says to me is hood homes, right? Like you're buying you're buying homes that that are are not the most desirable homes, and what you end up what you're ending up doing is you're lending to individuals to to s- stack them up with debt. When in most cases, not every case, because I know someone's gonna say, "Or no Orlando," but you're rolling the dice on that property even getting any type of growth in equity. And what ends up happening is you're stuck with a bunch of debt. If businesses aren't coming into the area if there's no job creation if this is not an area where people want to be and bring their kids and businesses build up and build restaurants and all this other stuff then what's going to happen to the home i can tell you what's going to happen in 10 years you you you, you may get a thousand dollars worth of equity on it maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> <laughs> you know? All right? And you and you're stuck with this this $50,000 loan or 100,000 loan. But let, let, let me give you guys a secret that you guys don't that most people may not may not realize. Lenders do not want to lend on small loan amounts. They don't like lending on 50, dollars $30,000 homes. It's super hard to even find a lender who's willing to do that because here's the thing. If I do a $200,000 loan and I do a $50,000 loan, it's the exact same amount of work, the exact. So why would I do a $40,000 loan when I could just do a $200,000 loan? Why? So they bring in these type of programs that are backed with the government, backed with all this other stuff, and they're going to make a premium on it. Right. They're going to make a premium on it and then they're going to sell it and make the premium. They're they're probably going to sell this two, three, four times in the year. Right. Not not on their not on their balance sheets. So, yeah, you, you have to you have to be extremely cautious on this stuff, thinking that, oh, man, this is my opportunity. But instead, you might get stuck with a home that you can't afford. Right. Right. That you can't afford. And that has no growth. Because most of you guys are buying a house for one reason, and one reason only, is you want to see appreciation in your home. But what if I told you you won't get appreciation in that home? Would you still be interested in this program? Nope. Right. Right. And ultimately, that's the issue,
0: right? That it's becoming an adult and understanding that just waiting until you actually have your stuff together, you're going to be better off in the long term. These programs mm-hmm. are not the same thing as waiting because what the uh, other caller wasn't talking about are all the other fees like he the interest rate that he that his sister had was higher. what the regular interest rate was. Why? Because she's got this weird loan where she has no skin in the game. So they're trying to figure out a way to make the money on the back end. So she ended up paying a higher interest rate. She had the money. She had everything Mm -hmm. else. She would have been better off waiting or just actually using the cash that she had bought the home. She would have had a lower interest rate, which means she would have paid so much less money in the long term. But no one wants to wait. They don't want to go the regular route, the things that make sense, 20 percent down, being an adult, having financial habits that make sense, because like kids, they want it and they want it now and they don't care what it has to, you know, what what actually happens in the short
12: term. It doesn't matter to them.
0: And that's that's the problem.
12: Some of y'all go read these. Some of y'all go read yeah. the fine print and be like and get stuck at the closing table and you got to make a decision. <laughs> oh man, I don't agree what's on this paper. But they want the and house though. Buy, but I could buy the house right now. Right Which now. Which one you go choose?
0: They're gonna buy the house, man. We already know they're gonna buy the house. All right, let's go to caller 616. Caller from 616. You are live on the air with Pocket Watching with JT. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. We'll go right
12: ahead. Can't hear.
0: Oh, hold on, hold on. All right, go go right now. I can I can hear you now. Go ahead.
13: Okay. All right. Thank you so much for getting me on the show. So I have a few points mm-hmm. and then I have a question. Is that okay? Go right ahead. All right. So here's here's my point. So as a first generation immigrant, mm-hmm. um, when I came to America, I realized that it is a highly consumeristic Society. Yes. And by any means necessary, they will get people to consume and continue to consume. And if that means giving them as much loans or leverage as possible, they're going to do that because they need you to consume. So now that everybody is constantly consuming, and this is just my observation, by the way, Mm -hmm. now that everybody's constantly consuming, they think it's the norm. So you remember the previous caller, he was talking about it's normal and it's responsible to get a low down payment, like 3.5 percent to get a home and all that stuff. That is actually an artificial reality because that is really not the norm. (laughs) That is not normal to... Pay so little down on a loan. Where I come from, you have to pay your loan in two years, mm. even for a two hundred thousand dollars house. Where is and this? That's normal because a loan is not in, in Ghana. Okay, a loan is not normal. Most people do not get mortgages. A mar- mortgages weren't introduced till like um, two thousand and fourteen. So officially, wow. mortgages were never a thing till 2014. So the banks, the new banks that have started popping up started introducing mortgages. That's when mortgages became the like, you know, the norm. Well, they're not still, they're still not the norm because it's still not the culture. So mortgages were only exclusive to bank employees prior to that. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, then they introduced it into the public.
0: So So y'all was just buying, y'all was just buying in cash at that point
13: you buy cash you buy your home cash and if you could not afford it at that time you just wait Mm. right so there's a high rate of this there's a much higher rate of a lot of more people owning homes that were passed down and homes that they built by themselves right because you had to wait to pay to to get into a home of your own so I, I i i observed this when i came to the states that wow they give people 30-year mortgages how are they how are they how are they paying for these like you're just gonna pay a bank for 30 years like you're all, that's almost your entire adult life right like you're just gonna be paying and you pay like forever. two to three times
0: the face value hmm. of the house exactly. so a person says yeah i'm buying a house it's a yeah, but you end up paying like two hundred and fifty, three hundred and fifty thousand dollars at the end of the day with all the interest. So did you really buy the house for a hundred
13: thousand dollars? No. Exactly. And I was explaining to one of my friends, I told them, Do you okay, if you ask me to borrow if you ask to borrow a dollar from me and I said for every dollar that you borrow from me, you're gonna pay me sixty cents. So you're you're gonna owe me a dollar sixty. And they like they wouldn't they I said that's really how it feels like when you get a mortgage. You're paying for borrowing the money. Yeah. They, so I would I would they don't think and, of it and like that and that's
5: the interest, of course.
0: Yeah, they they, they don't think of and, it like that because one, buying a home is extremely emotional because People are all you know, that's one of the dreams that you have when you're a child and they put it before you, what type of home are you going to have? Everybody thinks that they're gonna live in a in a mansion when they're a child. That's unrealistic. But there's also the fact of are you willing to actually buy a home that you can afford
5: mm-hmm.
0: or wait to buy your dream home? <laughs> and if you have someone in front of you giving you the shortcut of you don't have to wait to actually build up the money and you can have your dream home right now all you got to do is sign this paperwork don't worry about the paperwork don't worry about doing the math they're going to pick that because people by nature they they want the easy way out right right
13: and i i i don't think but it's become the norm but it like i said like mm. the culture is consumerist so everybody borrows so nobody has been removed from the reality of the fact that this is artificial. This is not This is not healthy, right? No. Like it's like fast food culture. Everybody's constantly eating fast food. We don't realize that it's not healthy for us. It's just recently that we're all like, oh, we need to go yep. organic. But that's something in comparison. You know, yeah. that's a comparison no. that I could come closer to. So I do think that I I empathize with people who who believe that okay I don't have to do this I don't have to mm-hmm. um, I don't have to pay the full twenty percent. Even mm-hmm. I fell into that trap a while ago where I entered in a new homeowners program right right and then they started giving me um, stipulations. So they said first I have to get an FHA and I was like no I don't want an FHA. <laughs> then they said well they will give me up to three percent um of my more like you know my down payment mm-hmm. they'll, they'll give me three percent of the value of the home of the down payment and then uh-huh. after what, at first fha three percent of the value of the home and then they'll give me a little bit to closing so i was like oh that's fine that's nice so i looked for a house and then i started doing the math, mm-hmm. and then i realized wait a minute. I can save this money in like six months. Why am I doing this? <laughs> And that's the math that no one
0: ever does. They was like, hold on, in six months. I can just save this on my own. I can get a better rate. I'll be having more skin in the game. It makes more sense. But every everybody wants the easy
13: way. I look, I look it's like, it's. You know what? What this is useless. I'm good. And the guy was like, "Don't you want to do this? Is a great deal. It's free money." I was like,
0: "Not really. It's not really free money." It's the money's never free, people. You always get it on the back end. Listen, I gotta go to the next call. Look, thank, listen, thank I want to so say this. Okay, okay.
13: Thank
8: you.
12: Go ahead. I want to say you. this real quick. Is that is that a, a, a lot of you guys are, are going to be rolling the dice on this? You're rolling the dice. You're buying these homes, and you know I can guarantee you, there's a realtor out there right now that's like, man, I can sell these undesirable homes. Tell people that Money. you know the, the that these homes they're gonna they're gonna they're you know next door you know a couple of years now these will be the in spot areas. And this fifty thousand dollar home that you got right now is gonna be worth three hundred thousand. All you gotta do. All you got to do is just wait it out and you will start seeing all this stuff. And everybody's going to win. The realtor's going to win because he's going to make a commission. The city's going to win because the, that, that area was vacant to begin with. Now they got somebody paying taxes. The the bank happy because you're paying the bills, you paying the mortgage. And then you left with the house, just sitting there hoping in five, six years that you that this area is going to be just, is just going to blow up and values are going to go up. And it never happens. Look, look, JT, we've seen this happen in St. Louis so many times. Yep. (laughs) People just holding on properties, just hoping. Sitting. Sitting. It's going to come around. It's going to come. We've seen this in Detroit. We've seen this in many, many, many areas where people believe the area is going to turn around and it never turns around. And I know someone's going to call and be like, well, I bought a property in, um dc you know and it was bad but it but you're rolling the dice you rolling the dice. do you want to roll the dice with a hundred thousand dollars worth of debt hoping that something's going to happen i mean that's playing the lottery
0: and then once again they're trying to package this as if this is going to help close the wealth gap so if this is helping to close the wealth gap who are buying these homes it's not it's not a person that's buying a Eight hundred thousand dollar home in la somewhere not at all not
12: all right, at we all
0: got, we got caller from 443 i know you've been waiting for a minute caller from 443 you're live on the air can you hear me
8: yes sir can you hear me jt
0: yeah go right ahead
8: man y'all brothers are spot on man you know I'm from uh oh from Baltimore, originally. Be more uh, I moved to Carroll County. Yes, sir. Yes, oh, sir. boy, he
12: could talk about that all day in Baltimore.
8: What you said requires discipline. And people don't want to do the discipline part. Mm-hmm. So they want to do the sign and drive. And we all know when you do that sign and drive, they're going to get you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they talking first-time buyers. So they don't know how to buy a house. Nope. They buy a, a, a renovated house, pre-existing renovated house,
5: mm-hmm.
8: don't know how to you know, how to get a, a right home inspector and all that type of stuff, so they wind up buying a house. A couple months later, they start having expensive issues. They spent all their money, the money they would have had to put down for the down payment, they're going to buy it on furniture and things like that because they wanted to make it look nice. So now, when you need a mm. new roof, your roof going to cost you about six to ten thousand dollars. Don't let the plumbing hit because the plumbing is going to cost you at least five or six thousand dollars right there. That's uh, more you know, than you that, you that inflation. The well, first thing they're going to start doing is they're going to say, Hey, do you find that? Yep, we sure I do. And then you're on the track. <laughs> you'll never uh, get ahead. That's such you a great point because what, what
0: the way they're trying to sell this is. People who have the money for the down payment, if they do this program, then they're going to have the available cash for the maintenance and repairs. But we know damn well you made such a great point. They're not going to keep that money to the side right. for maintenance and repairs that may come when we know they will come but in their mind it may or may not come but i want that big screen tv i want the theater room recliners i want you know they're gonna do it big on the furniture and that money will absolutely. be gone in 30 days or less
8: right right absolutely hell now they ain't gotta put money down they what they gonna try to do they're gonna try to get more house and that's what they always do. Yeah, I ain't got to put yep. no up now. So yeah, we can go we, instead of getting a one hundred thirty thousand dollars house, now I'm gonna give me a hundred and fifty thousand dollars house. Man, they go they go into two hundred. Let's say let's do two hundred. Two hundred. <laughs> Why not? Because I got all this cash, but we know that
0: cash is gonna go so fast. It's gonna be ridiculous. Mm. Let's go two hundred. Mm. Let's go two fifty.
8: Let's do Absolutely. it big. Absolutely. Mm. We already know. Think of America has a history. Yep. Especially when it comes down to black folks. So why would you even mm-hmm. trust them? You know, <laughs> but like I, I think it's it. more aimed at, because the cities that's listed are all Democratic cities. So I think they can look at the timing of it. I think <laughs> they're trying to get the Democrats to kind of push this pro-crash. You know what I saying? And I want to Look at the words that they use. "Closing ra- racial wealth gap." These are all the cold words, the credit party all talking about. That's why
0: when people are talking about well maybe they'll have these people go in programs where they're gonna help them get their credit together, stuff like BS. the Democrats says it's racist if you get a, a you need an ID to vote. So you know they're going to be like, no, mm-hmm. they gotta have their, no, they don't have to get their credit fixed. If you tell them that they got to fix their credit, then we're not going to do this. And we're not, nah, man, it's going to be a sign and drive, just like you said. Yeah. They're going to be able to come in, uh, do the program, get into the house, be there long enough to get through the, the second uh, Biden administration. And then it's going to be downhill from there. It's going to just be like, yes, uh, sir. yes sir.
8: But he already got your votes. It don't matter. I got you both <laughs> now. So <laughs> mm. And the, here's the other thing that, they, that you know, you gotta be uh let's look on a bigger scale. You gave renters rent moratorium where they didn't have to pay their rent for right. two years. Huh. Student loans, I think was gonna be three years they about to get a uh where ridiculous. they don't have to make a payment.
0: Ridiculous.
8: And then you giving ten thousand dollars, you know, student loan cancellation. I mean, it's like you what you You are teaching people not to pay their bills. I mean, it's like, what kind of adults are you creating here? It's all all conditioning. People don't
0: understand this. It's all conditioning. You have been conditioned for the past three years to be irresponsible financially, thinking that the government is going to bail you out, that the government owes you something. Whenever you, it's like, I tell kids, listen, if you plan on going to college, don't wait a long long time because the muscle memory of being a student can go away real quick. The muscle memory of sit, sitting that like listen, sitting down in a classroom for an hour and writing notes is a muscle and a practice that if you get out of practice 6 months, 2 years, you tell an adult you tell someone who's 30 or 25 years old yeah sit down in that chair for about an hour and take notes from that teacher their legs gonna be hurting their hands gonna cramp up because you got Mm -hmm. out of practice doing it that's why i tell students listen by your sophomore junior year you need to be figuring out what you want to do because if you take a long break it's going to be harder for you to be a student 100 now you got people haven't been paying rent. Maybe they haven't been paying their mortgages, haven't been paying their student loans and all that. It's going to be hard to get them to do it again. They're going to look for yep. you know, Uncle Joe. You know, They're going to be looking for someone to help them out because they mm-hmm. don't have the discipline to keep doing That's like a person who, got, who fell off a diet. You fall off your diet for about two or three months, and then you're like, oh, yeah, I can get back on to it. Yeah, good luck.
10: Good we'll luck. see. Right. Good right. luck.
0: Hey man, great call. I gotta go yeah, to absolutely. the next caller, but great, great call. All caller man, from four four three, man. Great, great caller. I want to, I want to read this super chat because it, it smells of <laughs> of sarcasm, <laughs> but he's hitting <laughs> he's hitting it on the head when it's fell. Says you're wrong, JT. Saving is the white man's way of keeping us down. Mm. That does sound like something that yeah. some, some radical would say. Next, you will yeah. recommend eight hours of sleep and brushing your teeth. <laughs> Stop the madness. <laughs> Listen, we're going to get to a point where basic uh. things that every generation of adults have done in the past are going to be looked at as extremist ideas. Like, oh, saving money, uh. uh. You know, buying things within your means, not getting into a buttload of debt so you can get every freaking toy. Paying that Paying bills in front on you. time. Paying bills on time. Nah, man. Nah, that's 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 what the man does. All right, we're gonna get we're gonna get through all these calls, but y'all gotta get these likes up. Y'all gotta get these likes up. These likes they, they ain't hitting yet. The likes ain't hitting yet. Y'all need to get these likes up. Are we gonna just break off the uh, part two on Wednesday? But we got caller from. Two one two, caller from two one two area code. You are live on the air. Can you hear me?
1: Hey, good evening, JT.
0: Good evening. Thanks for calling. What's going on?
1: The last brother, a couple of calls before, I actually made a couple of the points. That the one that you jumped down his throat, uh, <laughs> he made a lot of the points that I wanted to make. The, the,
0: but you can project, you can do him again if I if I jumped down his throat and I didn't give him a good a good uh, opportunity to make his points. You go ahead and you do it. You you, you clean it up for them.
1: I, my my actual follow that everyone keeps calling. I'm actually a leather. We'll, we'll we'll say my name is the the anonymous loan officer. Got it. And uh, so everyone keeps calling it a no closing cost, no down payment, and it's not true. It's either three percent or ten percent down or ten thousand down. Excuse me. That's all they're offering. It's not zero just walk through the you know walk through the door sign on the dotted line you're gonna mm-hmm. walk out with a mortgage mm-hmm. so that's the first clarification
0: all right so and so all right so so is, if i'm walking in if i'm walking in and i want to be a part of this program and let's say the house is a hundred thousand dollars what do i have to do
1: you need to sweat equity you need to walk in with some cash through the door <laughs> okay
5: <laughs> every
0: if
1: every, everyone just keeps selling it on in the
0: media that it's it's free that's free, what they' saying they say no they say no no money down
1: right. no 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 uh closing it's right. costs it's right on the bank of america website it's either three percent or ten thousand the lesser of the two that's what they're offering so you do need some equity to walk through the door with
0: okay so you got you gotta have three percent down at ten thousand dollars in cash to put down
1: no, that's what they're going to offer. They're going to offer up to either
0: three. Oh, that's what they're doing. Ten thousand dollars. They're giving. That's they're the giving that's you the money Bank of
1: American grant. That's the. That's the grant, that's the grant that Bank of America is offering.
0: <laughs> okay, so Bank of America is going to get. So they're basically giving you a grant for for the money. Okay, great. So you're you have equity, but Number you have two, equity that they're giving you.
1: Exactly. Okay, but you got to walk in with some cash, right? You got to make that clear. Okay. Number two you know, not to be Mr. Debbie Downer as well.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Bank of America already has a reputation in these streets with real estate agents. They know that. <laughs> they're known for having extensive amount of, they take way, they take twice as long as any other bank, you know, uh, with Wells Fargo being up there as well. They take twice as long. Yep. So most realtors, when they see a pre-approval and it has that Bank of America stamp on it, they're running away from it. They're not even looking at it. Yeah. at that offer unless you're putting 10 15 20 percent down on top of that you know what i mean mm-hmm. it, it, it makes it a a stronger offer so until it becomes a, a buyer's market again there's no real estate agent in their right mind especially in these high areas like miami and whatever else in texas right that is going to look at these it's, it's unfortunate it is unfortunate because there are, there are some good people out there that, you know, they work hard, they have great credit scores, they just need a little bit of assistance, right? I get that. But mm. you know, it, there's no lender in their right mind is going to see, they're going to smell this thing from around the corner, and they're going to look at the other 15 to 20 offers that's been presented to them. Mm.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you had to pick between this and something more traditional, as a seller,
1: okay, what, what would you want to do? As a lender, I know this as a fact, and again, this is a whole nother, another another uh, show. But even VA loans, people that have served this country, they're they're not looked at as uh, evenly with someone that's putting down five percent.
5: Right. Where
1: they're looking at a VA person that maybe they have a they don't you know the realtors don't see the credit score, but maybe they have a six sixty, and they're not they don't have to put any money down. they say, oh, well, why they have to use a VA loan? Why can't they put down five percent like everybody else? Right. And those loans, <laughs> and those, those pre-approvals, I heard this firsthand, those pre-approvals are just sitting on the pile on, on top of buffers that are just more attractive because unfortunately these seller agents, you know, they kind of act like God out here in these streets because they got a license and they're making decisions for these sellers. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that was my take. I, I,
0: no, um, listen, again, I, well... The
1: portfolio, it, 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 it makes sense 90 you
9: were seconds
1: you mentioned him before this thing's gonna get sold three four times i don't think there's any hedge fund or any investor in their right mind who would touch it to get anywhere near this thing all right we're
0: gonna to have to see it's where, a, where they a, go with it go ahead orlando
12: i just want to say real quick well based on based on that right the ten thousand fifteen thousand dollars that they're gonna what type of home can you buy for ten to fifteen thousand down payment? and you don't have to come up with a down payment. What is the price of that? Does that seem like a house that's around 50, 60, $70,000? What type of home would you find that's gonna be at that price point? Is it gonna probably be a desirable home? I don't think it will. I don't think it will. I mean- No, nah, I, I agree. I, I don't think the program's not gonna work
0: out. It, it's either one of two things. Either the program's not gonna work the way that they're selling it, that it's going to work, Mm -hmm. right? People are going to end up getting into these loans and probably going to end up being foreclosed on. Or the program isn't what they're presenting it to be. And (laughs) you're going to walk in thinking, oh, yeah, I can get this loan real easy. And then they find out, oh, man, this is just like everything else. You're going to make me actually do responsible things with my money? And, (laughs) And people aren't going to do the program because they refuse to actually save up money
12: right <laughs> but then if you go to but then if you go into this and you buy a, a let's say a two hundred thousand dollar home and you walk in and they go oh yeah we're only going to give you 15 and they'd be like well you got to come up with another 20 or or another 15 on your on your own people be like ah oh, man I, I thought you was going to cover everything if i you ain't gonna cover everything then i might as well just, I'm here. just wait. Ah, i just waited Ah, i'm good man i'm good that's what's gonna happen
0: that's what's gonna happen of course and listen people we got we got we got like 12 people in the queue we we hit the two hour mark just know me and Orlando, we're gonna do part two we're gonna do part two and and on wednesday night so everybody here i'm looking at your phone numbers just call back wednesday night we're gonna do part two at best we're probably gonna do five or ten minutes just the intro the idea and then we're gonna get straight to the calls. but these live streams are two hours That's what we do. Y'all should (laughs) have called earlier. We're not going to be here all night long. We don't do this. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, live streams, two-hour shows. You just make sure you call in early. But everybody's here. I'm looking at your numbers. I'm probably going to do a screen capture so I can see all these numbers. Just call back Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Orlando, you just dropped the video that I was watching
12: before I did this
0: live stream. Tell the people what your video is about.
12: Yeah, so my video is about interest rates continuing to go up and up and up and what that really spells for the housing market. If you should get into a home right now or if you should wait. So make sure you go check out that video. It has some really great info, information there. Very important information yep. that is something that's coming up big.
0: All right, all right. And I will be back Wednesday. Me and Orlando will be back Wednesday. But Friday, Friday, we have a very special announcement for all of y'all. So make sure y'all, Come Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Friday night, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Big announcement. Quick shout out to all my YouTube members. You see them on the screen. These are the official pocket watchers. These are the people who go above and beyond, and they support the content here. If you want to be a YouTube member, a official uh, pocket watcher, all you got to do is click that button on the screen. Join, and you too can be on this list. Y'all have a great night. Me and Orlando will see you Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time.